Your Mother, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. How are you, Natalie, since, the, since last week? Since last week. I hope everyone's still eating their moist makers. Yeah. It's, um, it's been less than 24 hours. Yeah. So everybody yeah. Knows. We just recruited yesterday. Yeah. Um, no, I'm good. Uh, yeah, this it's one of those like weird long weekends where you kind of like forget what day it is and yeah. it feels weird to go back to work. Yeah. Well, back to the grind tomorrow for me. Back to the grind. Yeah. Um, but hope back everyone. Back to the salt mines. Ha- yeah. Hope everyone had a nice time with fam yeah. or friends. Yeah. Or alone. I mean, by this point, it's like well after Thanksgiving, but not on How I Met Your Mother, but we'll get to that yeah. later. This is not a podcast about what day it is. This is a podcast. It'd be a good podcast, though. <laughs> um, this Thanksgiving is... Tuesday. <laughs> this podcast is about the television show's Friends and How I Met Your Mother. We watch an episode of each every week uh, at the same pace, and we recap and compare and contrast. We have all sorts of fun segments. It's going to be a fun time, so sit back. We're on season six, episode 10 of both shows now. Season six, episode 10 of Friends is called The One with the Routine. And season six, episode 10 of How I Met Your Mother is called Blitzgiving. But let's put a pin in Blitzgiving and let's start with season six, episode 10 of Friends, The One with the Routine. Uh, It's a Christmas episode, sort of. Um, I mean, it is. Yeah, Uh, Christmas slash New Year's. Yeah. Um, And it's... uh, we we start with the gang decorating the tree at at Monica and Chandler's place, and there's a fun gag where like she pretends to let them like she does one half and lets the other the, everyone else do the other half, and then she turns the bad half yeah. <laughs> against the wall, yeah, or against the window. I, I guess she's okay with her neighbors seeing. Uh, well, she learned um, about you know what happens when she delegates tasks to other people, mm-hmm. so she needs to be sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we're um, uh, the, so that's the cold open. After the opening titles, we're at the perk, and Ross is talking about the history of different holiday traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote, Ross is telling interesting stories, but everyone else is too stupid to care. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the the joke is like Ross is being boring. Yeah. But like, really, he's being more. What the fuck are they bring to the conversation? He's being yeah. more interesting than any of them. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking two episodes in a row, and I'm bored with Ross. You're... These dolts. I'm on board with. Oh, Ross. you're on board with. Okay, yeah. I thought you were bored with Ross. No, okay. no. Yeah. So he has histories of the dreidel and the Christmas tree and. Yeah. It, this is all stuff. Yeah. You know, those who fail to learn history are doomed to repeat it. Yeah. So. Why don't you stop acting all snooty, everybody else? Yeah. Uh, Joey shows up and he's pining for Janine. He can't get over his hots for her. Um, He says something about how he wants to feed her grapes and brush her hair. And Chandler's like, you are aware that she's not a monkey, right? And then, like, the next shot was of Ross. And I thought there was going to be, like, a... There should have been a Marcel joke. A Marcel joke. But maybe they just wanted to remind us of Marcel. Yeah. Um, But then he immediately says, like, I'm over her. Yeah. Um... Then Janine comes to the perk. I love this. I think I've said before. Like, I know I've said before. You like when side characters are part of the gang? Become part of the, the gang. Yeah. yeah. So Janine just like comes to the perk. It's like she's part of the gang and she yeah. hangs out now and I love it. Yeah. Uh, turns out she, because she's a dancer, she got uh, cast on Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. Yeah. Which I guess there's a pre-taped part where they all dance. Yeah. I never really watched it. Um, 
I think I have before. I mean, I'm sure I maybe I did as a kid, but I don't remember like all the stuff they're talking about about like cutting away to the party or whatever. Yeah. I just remember Dick Clark like standing in Times Square. Yeah. That's all I remember. Anyway. Um, but yeah, it does cut to like different places. So I, I okay. do remember that. Okay. Um, uh, turns out um, Monica and Ross love Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve. It's a tradition that they watch it every yeah, year since, since they were they kids. Were <laughs> um, but Janine asks Joey to come and dance with him and then invites so she can get Monica and Ross in to dance. Joey thinks it's a date. Yeah. And no one else does. Yeah. But he has a plan because it's they're counting down to midnight. He's going to kiss her on the countdown and basically like see how she reacts. Yeah. And if she doesn't like it, he can play it off as just like I'm just doing the New Year's Eve thing. Right. Yeah. Um, they arrive on set and the um, uptight. uh I guess you'd call him the stage manager or the probably the first assistant director, maybe, um, is played by Patrick Bristow, mm-hmm. uh, a.k.a. the Wigmaster wig master. from Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny that he's like, um, yeah, like the snippy guy and the Wigmaster. And he's in a bunch of other things, too. But I recognized him right away as yeah. Wigmaster. Wigmaster, too. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought, saw him as, too. Um while they're filming, meanwhile, back at the other place, uh, Rachel and Phoebe are looking, tearing the tearing Monica and Chandler's apartment apart, looking for the presents that Monica got them. Because every year, she outdoes them, I guess. Yeah. And um, they want to be prepared. They try to yeah. like find out what she got them so they can get something as good or better, but they can never find where she hid them. Even though Rachel lived there for years, yeah, for like five years. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Where'd I go? Where, where'd I... Uh, uh, at first, Chandler resists, but then they recruit him to look, too. Uh, but then the first box they find, they realize Monica knows that they're looking. She, like, set a lame, like, trap present yeah, like for old, all three of them. Yeah, old, dirty shoe. Yeah. Um, I wrote Monica and Chandler here, but it's Monica and Ross, uh, while they're filming, are attempting to get in front of the camera. Yeah. To make sure they're seen on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh... Just, it's a pretty and, small room. If they were there... They, yeah, they're going to be seen. They're going to be seen. But they're desperate. Um, meanwhile, Wigmaster d- doesn't think Joey and Janine are a good dancing pair, so he pairs them up with other people. Um, it makes sense that he pairs Janine up with Tall Guy, because she's a tall gal. Yeah. And Joey gets paired up with Dancing Girl, according to the <laughs> credits. Um, uh, so Rachel and Phoebe find the presents... Uh, oh, no, sorry. First, they find the presents that Chandler got for them. They think that, yeah, oh, we found like, Monica's presents, but they're lame. And it's, it's Chandler. But one of them is like bookends that say A and Z. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I've... This is going to be a spoiler, but not a spoiler for the listeners. But there is something I've wanted to get for you or for us multiple years. And I've never found a good one. I don't think it exists. We're going to go into business making these. We have a collection of cookbooks and also like wine and alcohol, like cocktail books and stuff like that. And I was like, there should be bookends that look like wine bottles or like one half of a wine bottle on one side, one half on the other. But they don't make anything like that. Now, you already look like you wouldn't like it. But I was like, I feel like it's kind of like wine mom 
decor? I guess uh, what I'm picturing is like more classy than that. Okay. Maybe but, if you can draw me up. No, but like it doesn't exist. Okay. So it doesn't matter. Okay. It must exist, but I can never find one that I think you would like. Yeah. I don't like the concept. But I do think we need bookends for our cookbooks. It we bothers do. me that yeah. they just sit there yeah. and there's like a can of dog food keeping them up on one side. There's also a can of beans. <laughs> anyway, I've looked for a good... Like, the other side is a booze block. Uh, yeah, I've looked for good bookends for our cookbooks in the past. Yeah. And I thought like something wine related might be cool, but I can't find it. Yeah, I don't think it exists. In a way that's cool, you don't think it yeah. exists. Yeah. I wouldn't buy you something I didn't think you'd like anyway. Yeah. So maybe that's why I couldn't be able to find it. But uh, I like the bookends. Um, so uh, Joey's dancing with dancing girl who's like dancing crazy and like grinding on him. And I looked her up, heard the dancer's name is Sybil, Sybil Azur. She's a professional dancer. Yeah. Um, she appeared in the sort of fantasy montage, like dream montage sequence at the end of La La Land. The dream, dream ballet is what that's called in, okay. a, in musical movie terms. Uh, she appeared in the dream ballet. She's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, I like um, her aggressive dancing. Yeah. Joey excuses himself and corners tall guy in the restroom. Turns out he's married, but he's still... Gonna make a play. He wants Janine. to make... So yeah. it turns out he's a piece of shit, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean... I guess they could have an open marriage, but you get the—I don't—I get the impression that's not. Well, <laughs> yeah, because he's like, "I'm glad I left my wife." Um, at home. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so then Joey, he he fails to talk her out, talk him out of. Yeah, he even says like, "I'm really into her. We're yeah, not dating yet, yeah. but I'm hoping to." Yeah. Make make a move. So since Joey, um, can't get him to. Uh, back off of Janine. Instead, he f- cup, fills his hand up with water from the sink and splashes it on Tall Guy's crotch so it looks like he peed his pants. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't know if this is, I don't want to steal a funny moment, but he's just like, he's like, what are you in second grade? And Joey's like, you're the one who peed his pants. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't, but yeah, it was funny. Um, Monica and Ross decide the best way to get on camera is to do the routine, which yeah. they did in when one of them was in eighth grade. Yeah. Uh, who's older? Uh, that's a good question. I think Mon. No, Ross is older because wasn't older. Ross? Yeah, because he prom says thing, like he my was... little sister. Right. About Chandler dating her. Right. I was also thinking just like the whole oh. prom episode. He was and home he from was college, in college. when yes. they went to their yes. prom. So yeah, he's older. So yeah, I guess when one of them was in eighth grade, they did some talent show dance that they choreographed together. Um. And then I really like the dance. Yeah, the dance is very fun. And then Wigmaster sends them to the platform, which is they're trying to get to dance on the platform. I didn't mention that because they're like, we'll get, we'll be guaranteed to be seen. So Wigmaster sends them to the platform, but mostly like to make fun of them or just to get them to shut up. But also, it's pretty much over anyway. Uh, But they want their parents to see. Yeah, they have to prove themselves. But not so they'll be proud, like to show them something, like to. Prove something, yeah. Because I'm sure when they did this routine when they were young, Judy and Jack were probably like, "Uh huh, can you move away from the TV?" You know, like they probably yeah. were annoyed. Make by a better it. door than a window. Yeah, is what I was often told as a kid. Um, uh, Wigmaster also kicks Tall Guy off the set for peeing his pants, so it worked. Yeah. Um, they do the countdown, and Joey's about to kiss Janine, and then Wigmaster calls cut. Yeah, and. Um, 
that's it. They don't need the actual end of the countdown because the camera's going to be in Times Square anyway. Right. So, uh, meanwhile, Phoebe has gone and recruited the chicken and the duck, which I, I don't think we've learned like how Janine gets along with the chicken and the duck. Yeah. Yeah, but she right. seems pretty cool. Do they she's... stay in Joey's room? Yeah, maybe. But she seems cool. Maybe she likes them. Yeah. Um. So Phoebe thinks the chicken and the duck, like, like hounds, will be able to sniff out the presents. Yeah. It doesn't go very well. But Rachel realizes something that she that none of us ever knew for the entirety of the show that the window seat is uh, hollow as a cabinet. Like a lot yeah. of a lot of window seats are actually. Yeah. Um. Like in Arsenic and Old Lace, that's where they hide uh, a dead body mm-hmm. in a window seat. <laughs> you never saw Arsenic and Old Lace? I did not. It's a good movie. Um, let's see. Uh, so Rachel finds them, and, and, and Chandler um, talks them out of looking at the presents. This reminded me of the classic dig against like the Hallmark Christmas movies, where the cups of coffee and cocoa are clearly empty. Yes. Like, those were empty boxes. The way that totally. Chandler is yeah. like gesticulating with his box and then he picks up yeah. Rachel's and is, yeah. They have it, no mass. Yeah, there's nothing to them. Um, also, I like the detail that the um, poster behind the television is uh, crooked in the scene. Like they, they, say, yeah. they were looking everywhere yeah. and they knocked it up. Um, uh, but then Monica comes home. Chandler doesn't get any credit for talking them out of it. Uh, and Monica reveals that she got Chandler a water purifier. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Well, I don't really know what that is. I and mean, we have it's a like a Brita, like a Brita filter. Yeah, yeah, we have that. Yeah, it's a good gift. Yeah, it's I mean, really for her. Too. Yeah, it's like <laughs> my classic example. It's like AJ getting his mom the Matrix on DVD. Yeah. on the Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen this one. <laughs> uh, uh, across the hall, Joey and Janine get home, and Joey makes a funny Y two K joke that very much dates this, where he's like. Um, well, I guess New Year's Eve went well. None of that Y2K stuff happened. Um, we'll get to the Mazel to the Magna, obviously, later. But uh, I liked it. Yeah. Um, and then it turns out Janine wanted uh, to kiss Joey, too. And so they yeah. kiss. And yeah. so now, I, now I understand what you were saying last, last week. Last week I was alluding. Because you like, because Janine's not into Joey. And I said. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, yeah, they have a couple nice kisses. And that's kind of the end of the episode. We get a tag at the end where... Um, uh, Ross and Monica attempt to perform a part of the routine they didn't perform because this is again like weight jokes with Monica that like mm-hmm. she used to like catch him and lift it like like Patrick Swayze did to baby to yeah you know, Jennifer Grey um, and so they try to prove that they can still do it but then Monica's like no you're right and chickens out and Ross goes flying into into i guess the guest room yeah that's what we've decided that is now the guest room yeah um and then that's the end did i uh, miss anything you got, you got any stray observations or um, should we move on to funniest moments yeah let's move on um and they have a couple of funniest moments uh but um when wigmaster asks them if they the, the dancers <laughs> that they have any questions and ross says i, I have a question when is this gonna air <laughs> Yeah. And no one's pleased except I thought it was really funny. I thought it was funny too. And then Joey's like, no, really, when does it end? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Phoebe says about Monica, about the hiding presence, them never being able to find it. Uh-huh. Um, she's always bested us, that wily minx. <laughs> <laughs> 
when tall guy gets thrown off set by Wigmaster, um, Joey says, yeah, take a hike, wet pants. Yeah, I had that too. <laughs> um, I love the aggressive dancer in green sequin uh, outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, Sybil Azure. Sib- okay, Sybil Azure. Um, uh, also, when they do like the fake countdown and Joey screams, no! And then everyone looks at him. He's like, no year. Happy no year. <laughs> To try to play it off. Yeah. Uh, anymore? I, that's all, that's um, all I have. Also, when um, Chandler's asking them about, like, wait, so you look at our apartment, too, and try to find gifts? You didn't by any chance see in the closet under the hamper, and uh, Phoebe and Rachel are, like, hiding their laughter, because obviously he had some... I- yeah, what that this is materials. I don't, I don't like when they're like vaguely dirty, but it doesn't actually make any sense. Like, yeah, what do you think he was ashamed of? I don't know. Maybe it was like a, a certain type of some kink that he has. Yeah, yeah. I assumed that it was like yeah, something odd to them. But they yeah, weren't like shamey. They were just like <laughs> yeah. This is why. I mean, this is where I think How I Met Your Mother would have been better at that joke because they would have had the balls to just like be a little more specific. Yeah. To me, it just felt like vaguely like vaudeville like dirty. Like, yeah, it's just, it's not, I don't know. It didn't feel real enough to me. Yeah. That's fair. Any more funniest moments? Nope. Let's move on to friends, but make it fashion. Um, I only have two. They're both, uh, at Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve. And I'm starting with Janine's tiger striped pants oh, yeah. and big silver belt. Yeah. And then, I didn't even realize until later in the episode she's got a um, she's wearing a tank top that from the front looks like a normal tank top, but it's just like straps in the back. Mm-hmm. Ugh, looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, she looks great. Um, uh, yeah, um, I like Joey in turtlenecks. He has like a gray turtleneck. Yeah. In the in the perk. I'm not as nuts about Joey in turtlenecks as you are. Yeah. Uh, my other one from Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve is Monica, who's got a shimmery tank top, or it's like sequin shimmery tank top in front and just like satin in the back, mm-hmm. and then a, an equally shimmery choker, yeah. and her hair's up in a ponytail. It's so, it's a, it's a very Y2K look, yeah. but yeah. Uh, I love it. I mean, Y2K's back in fashion, right? Yeah. Gen Z, you're like into that, yeah. that era? Yeah. All right, that's all I had. Um, What's under the umbrella? Well, real quick. Oh, um, sorry. Under props, we have Muzzle to the Magna. It's a elf hand puppet saying ho, ho, ho. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Who do you think drew it? Joey um, or Janine? I think Janine. Okay. And who do you think it is? Is it supposed to be Joey's hand in the puppet or is it supposed to be Janine's hand or someone else's hand? Um, I, I just think it's a general hand puppet. General hand puppet? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, let's go under the umbrella. Okay. Um, okay, so Monica delegating tasks. Yeah. Sharing traditions with yeah. your friends. Um, and people being surprised by it. Um, uh, <laughs> I know this bothers you more than it bothers me, but like the like sibling closeness of Monica <laughs> and Ross. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that got you. I mean the whole the whole thing we it is established that Wigmaster is pairing people up based on like these they two look, look like they good together. They, yeah, yeah. So, Wigmaster is like co-signing their incestuous dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't it wasn't like sexy or like no, but the fact that they're dancing together when everyone else is supposed to be at least pretending to be a couple, 
Yeah. Like anyone who sees that on TV and, and doesn't know is going to think, look at that couple. Yeah. It doesn't bother me, but I knew yeah. it would be. Oh, it yeah, belongs under the umbrella. Yeah. Um, yeah. We talked about the, um, like the fat shaming, like Chandler says to her, like, you're still a little fat girl inside. And Which I, I didn't even understand was, like what that was about. And she thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was not funny. Um, we get a... Do you think that Monica kind of enjoys those jokes and references because they are a reminder that she's not that anymore? I mean, she's gotten offended in the past. Okay. I just... But the reason... The, like, the thing he said it about wasn't even anything about... It. Yeah. They just wanted to bring it up. Yeah. And then, like, repeatedly with, like... Her yeah, catching with, Ross yeah, because yeah. Ross couldn't catch her. Um, we get an, oh my God, from everyone. 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 Yeah. Everyone gets one in a different way. Yeah. Um, Monica and and Ross are like excited. So they're yeah. like, oh my God, about the show. And then Chandler's like, oh my God, about yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Rachel's a funny thing. We're like, I used to date him, but you're still going out with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, how would you rank the friend's... In order of coolness. Uh, like coolness that I consider cool? Yeah, I guess. If you were to establish a hierarchy of coolness. I feel like Ross is at the bottom, but Chandler's not that far above him. Yeah. I think Phoebe's the coolest, then Joey. Phoebe, Joey. Then Rachel, then Monica, then Chandler, then Ross. I think that's correct. Yeah. And what does it say about me that I put Monica fourth and she's the character i most relate to it means i'm not very cool you're not very cool but you always say that you think you're cool i'm the coolest i'm awesome um yeah that's you hit all of mine do you have any more under the nope. umbrella nope. should we take a quick break yes worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yes. Okay, we're back from our quick break, and we are ready to talk about How I Met Your Mother, Season 6, Episode 10, Blitzgiving. Natalie, take it away. Okay, so uh, it's Thanksgiving, and Ted is hosting his first Thanksgiving dinner. He's stuffing a turkey with another little turkey, and he calls it a tur-turkey? Tur-turkey-key. Tur-turkey-key? Tur-turkey-key. Okay, and he tries to make that... And, and Barney says, uh-uh-oh-uh. Oh, uh, 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 uh-uh-oh-oh. Yeah. And he tries to trademark it, but no one really likes it or yeah. thinks it sounds good, which I don't. It doesn't sound good to me, and I eat turkey. Yeah. Um, so it's the night before Thanksgiving, and they're at McLaren's, and Ted's like, um, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out. I have a long day of cooking tomorrow." And then um, Barney is saying, "Like this is like the best night to like meet chicks because they're all in town, and something about." being shamed for being fat by their parents. Yeah, but also, like, 
they're not at some hometown bar. They're They're in in New New York York City. City. This is where people go home from. So that would make sense if they were in Minnesota or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Or Cleveland with Bunchy. Or Cleveland, exactly. Um, So then they bring up the Blitz curse. Like they said that he's going to be Blitz. Yeah. And then we learn about the Blitz curse, um, which is Hugo. What's his name? Um, Uh, Jorge Garcia. Jorge Garcia. But I like that you you call him Hugo. Like everyone calls him Hurley. Oh, yes, But yes. you call him by his real, like, character's real name. Yeah. That's very cute. Yeah. Because even, do you remember when um, Weezer even had an album that the cover was just a picture of Jorge Garcia? Yeah. And unofficially, the name of that album is Hurley. Yeah. But it doesn't have a title on it. It's just a picture of Jorge Garcia. Yeah. But I used to listen to his uh, his podcast, Geronimo Jack's Beard, where he and his girlfriend Lost. would talk about Lost. This is while they were making Lost. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, then we get the history of the Curse of the Blitzkrieg, which is basically... Um, Blitzkrieg? Like Le- I'm sorry. Just, just Blitz. Just Blitz. <laughs> sorry. Always thinking about Blitzkrieg. Um, you always are. Uh, can you blame me? Yeah. Um, so, it's the idea that um, when you leave early, something amazing happens, and there's, like, a long history of it, and it's given to another person by vapors. <laughs> Traveling through yeah, yeah. time and space. Um, so then, yes. Oh, okay. So yeah, then um, Blitz keeps saying like, oh man, because he misses, he yeah. historically misses everything cool. Yeah. Um, in their college dorm, they're um, eating a sandwich, eating mm-hmm. a large sandwich and like a naked co-ed, like, or a, like a, a hot, young girl like comes in with her robe and then takes it off and they see a naked woman and Blitz misses it. Yeah. I think it falls. It's just a towel and it falls. Okay. Okay. It's not a robe. I think it was an accident. I don't think she like flashed them. She was like, Oh no, I'm in the wrong room. Towel falls. And Blitz left to play video games in his dorm. Um, Uh, well no. Um, yes he did, but, uh, well then we'll get to it in funniest moments. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it goes historically back, and we see, like, in yearbooks, all the people that um, were blitzed, right? The Curse of the Blitz. Yeah, it seems to time. have to do with Wesleyan. Wesleyan, yeah, that's the origin of it. Um, but Blitz, or Hugo, or Hurley, or Steve is his actual name, yeah. uh, seems to have carried the Blitz curse outside of Wesleyan. Yeah, so he brought it, yeah. Um, so it's Thanksgiving morning, and Ted, like wakes up and goes into the living room and everyone is like just wasted, like sprawled out. There's a hot dog cart. Robin has her face painted yeah. and he's like, oh, fuck, what did I miss? Um, There's like a street, like a parking meter. Yeah. 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 Um, and then they all have an inside joke about the gentleman, which we'll learn about later. <laughs> um, and then he goes into the bathroom and behind the shower curtain, it's Zoe. Yeah. And Zoe's in the tub. And then, we learn how this happened because um, they're still at McLaren's. Um, and then let's see. Um, they are. Oh, okay. They see Zoe at McLaren's and they're like, let's, let's mess with her. Any enemy of Ted is an enemy of mine. Yeah. But then um, Lily goes over and like, is like, I'm going to steal her scarf. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out that Zoe knows her from her paintings. And then Lily is excited and charmed by that. And, um, yeah. So a lot of fun, other fun stuff happens, like a dog on a skateboard. 
Um, the tap is like broken on the beer nozzle, so they all get free beer. Uh-huh. And then there's a, a trick where they um, like toss the uh, top hat and it lands on Marshall's head. So right. that's the gentleman. The gentleman, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Um, so turns out like the blitz was there and it changed they changed the course of blitz day by giving it to ted blitzery blitzery yeah yeah so so now blitz is able to like hang out and his name is steve yeah <laughs> he's embracing his name of steve um but i like hugo i like hugo yeah um ted or everybody and, hates hugo is the name of one of my favorite lost episodes yeah yeah um so ted yells at everyone and he's really upset with everyone and he's like i like i always like blindly hate people because you hate them and yeah. then they go off into this whole conversation about like hating Renee Zellweger and Reese Witherspoon and it's Kate Hudson and it's only because Lily gets them like yeah mistaken for one another and can't keep them straight and just hates a lot of actors of that time apparently yeah yeah blonde women actors yeah of the mid aughts um so yeah Ted's pissed off, and then he's like, okay, everyone has to go with me into the kitchen. I don't want to miss anything. Um, and then it turns out that they broke the oven door because Robin was dancing on it. Yeah. <laughs> and they also used all of the butter, too, by launching Lily down the hallway, and she went really fast. Um, then they're like, well, we need I feel need like a- she would have gotten splinters. I don't know. Ouch. Yeah. Well, she was probably, like, on some sort of... Okay, that's good. Yeah. But they said they buttered her up. Right. So okay. I assume that, that like she was like at least, I don't know, in her underwear or, yeah. a, or a bathing suit. Okay. So you think it was like a wet and wild just. But just on the floor. Just on the floor. I feel like okay. she would have gotten splinters. Yeah. Yeah. Depends what the floor is made of. If it's laminate like ours, there would be no splinters. Yeah. But that's an old New York building. It's probably yeah. real hardwood. That's true. Um, okay. So now they're like, well, where are we going to make this Thanksgiving dinner? Um, so they go to Barney's house and he has a fake kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, they go to Marshall and Lily's, but it's And I feel like-, like that's new because like when Robin briefly lived there. Yeah. Or no, didn't, was it Lily who lived there? Yeah, that's right. Lily lived there when she and Marshall, Marshall on the outs. Yeah. I feel like we saw her cook. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Marshall and Lily's place, it smells like there's a sewage leak. Um, so they're all grossed out by Marshall and Lily. So they're all in a cab going to different places. And, um, Steve's house is full of cats, which is disgusting. <laughs> um, and then they're like, we can go to Zoe's cause Zoe offered like, you can come to my house. I'll be by myself. Um, which we'll find to be kind of sad. Um, but during that conversation, um, when Zoe invites them all, she's also fake, um, painting Robin's face with like the kiss, the kiss star. Specifically, Paul Stanley's Paul Stanley, mass yeah. makeup. Yeah. Um, so Barney's in a separate cab, and the cab driver's like, "Hey, since you left the group, wouldn't you become Blitz?" Because he's like telling the cab driver all about like yeah. the curse of the Blitz. Um, and he said, "I'm the Bueller." That's later. But That's yeah. later. Okay. Um, so yeah, Barney is scared to leave the room. Oh, okay. So they're at Zoe's. Um, oh, this is where he's when he in the hallway. When they meet up, it, that's when uh, uh, Ted says, I'm the Bueller. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes, he got yes. to sing with Tony Bennett in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yes. Um, so um, 
Barney is scared to leave the room because he doesn't want to be blitzed. He leaves the room for a second, and um, is it Hugo who flips a coin and yeah. it land? It uh, defies gravity yeah. and um, yeah, it's upright, and then he walks in, and then it falls right over. Yeah. Um, uh, did you notice that Steve made a comment about, like, I was on that island for eternity? Well, and also earlier in the episode when they were, like, just texting random things to people and Robin was like, someone shout out a random string of numbers. And he goes, oh, 48, yeah. 15, 16, 23, 42. <gasps> I, I didn't don't know. catch that. I thought you would like that because you're a big Lost fan. I am, but at the time, I mean, this is, this would have aired, uh, I guess, about six months after Lost went off the air. And it did. It does seem a little desperate. Oh, okay. okay. You know, like shoehorning in these lost references. Uh, the way that Ted apparently used shoehorns to get the what the smaller turkey into the bigger turkey. Yeah. But yes, I wish I had shoehorn hands. Shoehorn hands. Uh, no. Um, I don't know. I I found it a little bit like obvious and creaky that they that they put in a couple of lost references. Okay, yeah. Um, but that is also, like, how I felt at the time. You didn't see this at the time. Now you've had 13 years since Lost went off the air. It's not as fresh. Yeah. At the time when I watched this episode, this was probably my least favorite episode of How I Met Your Mother up to this point. Really? Yeah, because I was, like, annoyed by the, like, I thought the Blitz thing was kind of strained. And then, yeah, the Lost references seemed desperate and hacky. Okay. All right. Um, oh, I forgot to mention um, part of, like, the fun night is um, Marshall sends a picture of his junk to a random number. Mm-hmm. And then um, he gets he gets a picture back from Wang Guy, and Robin is into it. Yeah, apparently he's got a great Wang. Yeah. Um, so uh, Barney is like, this is a nightmare, and tries to, like, pay off Lily to take the Blitz. It doesn't work. Like that, yeah. Apparently, yeah. Um, and then Ted is like, "I can't be friends with Zoe. Like enemies can't become friends." And then they consult with the Wang guy. Wang guy has like a quote from Gandhi. Yeah. <laughs> um, Robin has a crush on Wang guy for all of his wisdom and his <laughs> and his Wang. Yeah, big beautiful cock. Yeah. So enemies can become <laughs> friends, um, but uh, Ted. Oh. Uh, Zoe's coming out of the kitchen and Ted knocks like a big bowl of cranberry sauce. Like, why is that bowl so big? No one uses that much cranberry sauce. I don't know. It was a giant, like <laughs> humongous salad bowl, <laughs> popcorn bowl, like filled yeah. with cranberry yeah. sauce. Um, spills it all over her. She gets really mad and screams, get out. Um, they are. And there, well, there's a specific thing here where Ted, um, Compares her to a, a wicked step, the wicked stepmother from Cinderella, and that's yeah. what really like yeah sets her off. At the time, we're like, huh? Yeah. Like we didn't really know why she w- he would call her that. Um, so they're all in the cab, and they don't know where to go. And Lily, because she's a klepto, <laughs> we forget <laughs> right. that Lily's a klepto. Um, she stole this like stuffed turkey. And it was to Hannah. And then Ted realizes Hannah is the stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. And Zoe was hoping to spend Thanksgiving with his stepdaughter, but his stepdaughter didn't want to be there. Yeah. Her so stepdaughter. Her stepdaughter. His daughter. 
Yes. The captain's daughter. Yes, the captain's daughter, uh, Kyle McLaughlin. And so they have to go back. Um, Ted, again, like this is a storyline that they've, you know, gone back to of like hating Zoe and then like being kind and like. um, So, yeah, um, Ted says, Hannah, well, you can give it to her next year. Um, You're not the evil stepmother. Um, Yeah. And then they all become friends and then they take a group photo for Wang guy and turns out the turkey tastes bad. Um, but they do a, oh, there's like a whole series of like, um, Hugo like knocks something off the table and then it like, it's like a mousetrap situation yeah. where it ultimately knocks the hat, the top hat mm-hmm. off of something and then it lands right on the turkey. And everyone says the gentleman, except yes. Barney. And Barney it. was under the table, like reaching for something, yeah. and then he goes, "Oh man, he missed it." And yeah. then uh, Barney is then by himself, and he's in the elevator, and a girl goes into the elevator, um, and then the elevator doors like snap up her dress, and so her dress. We hear a ripping sound, and her dress comes off, and yeah. and uh, Steve. Yeah. Misses it. So now he... Now he's a blitz again. Now he's a blitz again. Came back around. Um, I've got a couple of history observations. Okay. Um, speaking of super 2010 references, when Hugo, sorry, whatever his name is, is listing all of the things he's missed over the years, he says double rainbows, which, do you remember that viral video of the dude, like, freaking out over a double rainbow? You don't even remember this, do I you? I do, kind of, Yeah. yeah. It was just like, you never see the guy. He's just like a real like hippie type guy based on the sound of like okay. taking a video of a double rainbow. And he's just like so overcome with emotion about it um, that it was, uh, it, that's that's very specific. Uh, also wanted to point out the last cabbie they uh, go to um, they get when they get in the car. And uh, he's like, yes. first Ted's like, uh, um Let's go home. Like he's like, we're two. I guess we're going home. Uh, yeah, I don't know where that is. And then they're like, we have to go back to Zoe's. And he's like, I'm gonna need an address here. That wasn't and my funniest, but go um, what? That wasn't my funniest, but that's fine. I'm sorry, but that was uh, Craig Kukowski, who's a very funny yeah. actor. Yeah. Yeah. So always good to see Craig Kukowski. I'm sorry I stole one of your funniest, but let's move on to funniest moments. What? Which ones didn't I steal? Um, Why well, like the. Oh man, as like a repeated because I do that all the time, and it's not because of the show. Yeah, yeah, um, but especially like Jorge Garcia when he's doing it, he's very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you? Have? Uh, I like the first when during the dorm room eating a sandwich. The reason that uh, Hugo excuses himself is because it's Craft Croft night where he makes mac and cheese and plays Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed a lot of that. Um, yeah, you're going to have to throw me some addresses. Um, let's see. Uh, I love the face painting. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, that's in my uh, Make It Fashion, but yeah. Um, I love the skateboarding dog. I mean, we don't like oh, yes. dog. We don't like, we don't like animal, animal actors, actors but, but we think they're cute. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny when Steve lost the lost the lost the blitz. And was giving like a play-by-play of Zoe and Ted's like argument. He was like kind of like an announcer, like "Oh, serve, yeah. return, facial, facial." Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, that was in mine too. So yeah. you stole one of mine. Now we're okay. even. Yeah. Um, 
when so the whole thing is like Ted's like I hated Renee Zellweger for seven years until you remember that you actually meant Reese Witherspoon and she's and and Lily's like oh yeah I just I'll never forgive her for you me and Dupree and then Ted's like that's Kate Hudson and so uh, Robin turns around and is like guys we hate Kate Hudson now I don't know if you saw Barney like like makes balls of his fists and makes like a mad face like "Mm, I hate Kate Hudson now I miss these things I miss them all um i have one more uh i don't have any more um when they're friends again at the end they're all having the dinner and then zoe says hey let's take a group picture for wayne wayne guy and we see robin like primping her hair yeah yeah that was funny uh all right let's move on to how i met your mother make it fashion uh unremarkable fashion wise i thought i mean robin looked great as paul stanley i don't know why yeah yeah is it weird that I thought that was, like, hot <laughs> somehow? Mm, I mean, she's a hot lady, but... Yeah. But, her like, her fashion wasn't great. Yeah. I mean, she's got, what, like, a kind of baggy striped sweater with a, little, uh, a cute little pocket? Yeah. I thought then, it was okay. And she has, like, stupid boots. It wasn't as bad as what they used to put her in. I feel yeah. like they've improved. Yeah. Um, but I really like Ted's Thanksgiving Day outfit. Just, like... Um, because he's got blue jeans and a blue and white check shirt under a blue V-neck sweater. It's all different shades of blue in a way that I think really worked together. Okay. Okay. Uh, as far as what's under the umbrella, you're better at this than I am, but I'm supposed to start. Um, Carl, the bartender, is back for one shot. Okay. Yeah. Um, we get a, it was legend. Right. Mary. Um, uh, yeah, well, but this one is legend. Wait for Ted to leave the room because he's a blitz now. Dairy. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked about Lily being a klepto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, you're better um, than I The hoagie. We got. Um, yeah. We fired up the sandwich. Yeah. Um, cab rides, of course. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, well, let's move on to similarities, which has become my favorite part of the show because you're so yeah, good at it. I didn't it. have a good one. So fat shaming. Okay. Um, when Barney talks about the reasons why they're oh, yeah. before. And then, yeah. of course, Monica. Um, animal actors in both episodes. that The dog on the skateboard and the duck and the oh, okay. goose. Yeah. Um, Chicken. Duck and the chick. Um, uh, this is like a stretch, but like... Please. Being naked, or women being naked, people being naked. Wait, who's naked in Friends? Well, ugly naked guy. Oh, but I, I was trying to think of the specific episode. Yeah, no, you're right. Chandler's been naked in an office. Yeah. Um, Monica's been naked, like, in a hotel room hiding. No, I know. I was just so trying to think of, like, this episode and that episode. Um, also, like, performing in large parade celebrations. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Ted was Bueller. Okay. No, he that did, works. He did Twist and Shout. Yes. And then the okay. Dick Clark New Year's Eve rockin'. So those are kind of like big New yeah. York celebrations yeah. no, that they're a part of. that's perfect. That's great. Okay. okay. That is perfect. Okay. Okay. Let's play favorites. Okay. Three, two, one. Friends. Friends. Yeah. yeah. Better episode. Good episode. Yeah. I just... I don't know. I, I I hope we're not really in as much of a downward spiral on How I Met Your Mother as I fear we are, but we, this might be uh, a bad stretch. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Natural History was only two weeks ago, and we both loved that episode. So uh, they still have it in them. It's just this is 
this is not uh, a shining moment. Although, like, I always like use IMDb to like find out like when I'm looking at what dates things are, when I'm looking for the cast list, and certain episodes will say like top rated episode. Yeah. And like so, last week the one with the one where Ross got high definitely would like was listed top rated ep- episode. But then Blitzgiving was listed as one of the top rated episodes of. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. So, you know what? Friends and Mothers, like, tell me I'm wrong. Because apparently people really like this episode. Um, I think people like a holiday episode. Yeah, and, I mean, obviously Jorge Garcia is a very, like, lovable yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, I, even though I, I haven't seen him in uh, very much at all um, recently. I mean, there's one, like, scene in one episode of BoJack Horseman where he voices himself, but that's okay. it. Other than that, but like I looked up because I remember that after Lost, a couple of years after Lost, or a year and a half or so, um, he was on a show called Alcatraz. Oh right, that yeah. only lasted one season, yeah. not even not even a full season. Uh, but then I didn't realize he joined the cast of the new Hawaii Five O, and actually like even so that show ended in 2019. But he's on more episodes of Hawaii Five O than he ever did of Lost. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah. So, yeah, but just tell me, do you like this episode? Am I wrong? Um, and then, what else? What were we saying? Oh, we're, um, we're still playing favorites. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's also a good um, Friends episode. Like I said, I'm a sucker for when an outsider, like, becomes part of the gang. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I love that so much, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe because, like, I secretly want to be part of the Friends gang. Except I don't, actually. Yeah. I would find of, them boring. Bunch of dorks. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, and I mean, Ellen McPherson clearly seems like stunt casting. Like, oh, let's cast a model as Joey's hot roommate yeah. or whatever. But she's been good on the show. Mm-hmm. I, I've liked her as Janine. Yeah. So, um, that's been a, that's been a positive. So a lot, yeah, a lot going on in, in this episode Yeah, to like, uh, well, let's move on. Well, I, I was going to say, let's catch up on our correspondence, but we don't have any. It's been, like I said, it's been less than 24 hours since we read the last correspondence. Yeah. Um, someone really would have had to sneak in under the wire. You know what? Actually, I should check Twitter and blue sky to make sure someone didn't actually sneak in under the wire. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think so. So I guess let's move on then to my favorite segment to introduce. Uh, it's a segment called How Were We Doing? This is where we look at what was happening on in the world on the days these episodes aired. Now, Natalie, you might want to get some reading material oh. ready because I might bore you to tears oh, okay. again. All right. All right. Good call. Thank you. Season six, episode 10 of Friends, uh, the one with the routine. Aired on a Thursday, December 16th, 1999. I couldn't find a lot that happened this day, but December 16th every year in South Africa is the Day of Reconciliation, the day that they celebrate uh, the end of apartheid. Um, And um, Nelson Mandela and his, I guess, team, his advisors, picked December 16th because it had, for various reasons, had already had meaning to both like the Afrikaners and the black South Africans. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, uh, yeah, every day this would have been the, this would have been the fifth one. Um, The first day of reconciliation was in 1995. Uh, Top five songs in the U S on that day. I I overshot it. 
Um, sorry. Uh, top five songs in the U.S. Uh, and number five, Whitney Houston's My Love Is Your Love. Do you know that one? No, I, I guess I keep thinking of... My, this Land Is My Land. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm thinking of a different song. Okay. Uh, speaking of love, uh, Savage Garden. I knew I loved you before I met you. I think I dreamed you here tonight. We're getting to... I, I mean, I've mentioned this before, but like at the beginning of season six this is the era that i worked at best buy and heard a lot of like the sort of top 40 hits over and over again okay yeah um and uh i knew i loved you is one that i probably at the time wouldn't have admitted that i liked yeah but uh i think is actually a pretty but good that's song. a different one than i wanna stand yeah. with you on a mountain yeah. which i like better okay um that's truly madly deeply or yes. okay oh uh, can't you see it baby uh, at number three, Jessica Simpson, I Want to Love You Forever. At number two, Brian McKnight, Back at One. And at number one, Santana Smooth. Season six, episode ten of How I Met Your Mother, Blitzgiving, aired on Monday, November 22nd, 2010. Um, I had something here. Oh, yeah. Um, well... Okay, uh, Ingmar Guandique is convicted by a Washington, D.C. jury of the murder of Chandra Levy. Do you remember the Chandra Levy story? Um, it was kind of a tab big tabloid story, which Why led to so the familiar? Metropolitan Police of D.C. like fucking it up. Basically, Chandra Levy was murdered, as were a couple of other women in the same area and place. But because it was revealed that Chandra Levy was a congressional staffer yes. having an affair yes. with a congressman, yes. the police and the media focused all their attention on like, did this guy, uh, Gary Condit, is that his name? Yeah. Um, did he kill her or did he have her killed to hide the affair yes. or whatever? Yes. And it turned out in retrospect that like this guy, Ingmar, whatever, who they already like, liked for these other two murders that happened in the same place was a clear suspect and that Gary Condit okay. had nothing to do with it, but he still lost his reelection bid anyway, because it was so the, the affair was so much bad press. Yes. Um, but that's just like, uh, I don't know. I can't imagine being Chandra Levy's family and being dragged through yeah. to like years of this tabloid stuff yeah. only to find out your daughter or, or sister or whatever was murdered mm. in a very terrible way. Uh, in, in a, but in a way that the police had the answers right in front of them. Yeah. Uh, so this is the day that um, Ingmar Guadiki was con convicted. He later appealed, and I don't really understand how the legal system works here. His Instead of hearing his appeal, they just deported him. Now, I can't remember which country he's from, and I don't want to guess. Um, but he, he was deported to his home country. So officially, I guess, the case is open? Okay. Even though this guy, like, all but confessed to it, but then later, because he appealed and then they deported him, it is officially an unsolved case, but we know but this we guy know did that. it. Okay. So, I don't know. It's a weird... I read the whole Wikipedia article and couldn't quite make sense of it. Okay. Uh, top five songs in the U.S. on this day um, include... Where are they? Uh, at number five... Nelly, Just a Dream. At number four, Pink, Raise Your Glass. Do you remember how that one goes? I feel like I know that one. Um, um, pink. Like, is that another, like, We Are Who We Are and Born This Way? Is that another, like, 
Maybe. Like... Sort of generic pride anthem? Like anthemic. Yeah. Oh, glass. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's probably enough. I don't want to get in any trouble. Uh, at number three, Bruno Mars, just the way you are. Come at, for us. Come. Uh, <laughs> at, at, at number two, Rihanna, only girl in the world. And then making it back up to number one, uh, Fari's movements like a G6. So, okay. kind of a bad week, except I like that Rihanna song. Yeah. Um, but uh, what's next? Next is our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted, where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows using only the episode titles as our guide. Uh, first, let's see how we did last week. I said, we both were wrong. Yeah. I said, adult child of divorce Rachel has fine-tuned a routine for keeping up the holiday cheer, cheer with both parents. Right. Sometimes I should write, I feel that's like I should write one. for a sitcom. Yeah, like it's a very, it's yeah. obvious like sitcom stuff. And, yeah. Uh, you said Barney challenges to the gang to a post-feast laser tag duel, which would have been cool, actually. Yeah. We, haven't, we haven't brought the laser tag thing back up in a while. Yeah. Um, I'm going to need you to vamp oh. for a second while I look up the next ones. Eggnog liqueur. All-natural, fresh, young turkeys. Cornbread stuffing. Fresh cranberry... Orange relish. 1,000 day Gouda. Assorted bouquet and cut flowers. Red currant foaming hand soap. Okay. Season 6, episode 10 of Friends is called The One with the Apothecary Table. Now, I try to be a Renaissance man. I try to know a little bit about a lot of different things. I'm going to have to admit, I don't know what an apothecary table is. I'm picturing, like, so a coffee table with a lot of little, like, mm -hmm. drawers or things in it. Mm -hmm. That, like, an, ap an apothecary would keep little, like, potions and solutions and stuff in. Yes. Um, yes. You hold things in, like... like, with little slots for things. That's an apothecary table? That's an apothecary cabinet. Um, apothecary table. Because I feel like our friend, our friends Frank and Bridget at their old, old place had a coffee table that had a lot of little drawers. And I, I think that's yeah, kind of what I was picturing. I think, it's, I think it's like visually so you can see the things inside. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, I like that. Okay. That's kind of what I was picturing. Okay. okay. So, I mean, this feels like a Monica thing that she cares about an apothecary table. I'm going to say... You remember when um, Elaine had Kramer guard the cabinet? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of wrong. Oh, let me see. So it's it's more what I showed you before. So There's a lot of little drawers. Yeah, like okay. a library. Yeah. yeah, I'm fine with that. Like a card catalog. Okay. So here's what I'm saying is that, do you remember when Elaine had Kramer get, guard the cabinet? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that Monica, this would be like 
too early for Craigslist. Um, yeah, the idea of like I can't even imagine the Friends character saying the word Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember like uh, there's a Buffy episode, probably like season five or so, or or six, where uh, um, Willow's like. Uh, did you Google him? And Xander's like, ooh, no, because he doesn't know what Google is. Yeah. <laughs> it's so strange. Do you know how we always, you, how we're always watching Seinfeld? Yeah. Or, I mean, Sopranos? Oh, yeah. Um, I wonder if we should do like every, like, fifth year or every year that ends with a five, we rewatch Buffy. Oh, okay. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. So we could start I, they, in 2025. Okay. I love it. Watching Buffy. I'm all for watching Buffy. I love Buffy. Because it's been... Uh, obviously, like, the... When did when was the last time we watched it together? I mean, pre, pre-Pando. pre Definitely pre-Pando. But yeah. probably, like, five years ago. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you're not going to want to rewatch Angel, which I would also want to rewatch Angel, because I like Angel just as much sometimes. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, obviously, like, Joss Whedon has been a little problematic since. Yeah. Um, uh... But yeah, I don't know if you were, if you read that. Uh, this was like two years ago. There was a vulture profile of Joss Whedon that was like so beautifully written and just like I don't know. Some so many times I read magazine because I'm an old person who still read mag- reads magazines. I read magazine profiles and they're just puff pieces, you know. Mm-hmm. And I miss the days of like someone makes themselves available for a profile, but there's no guarantee it's going to be positive. And the Joss Whedon one, just like the way that the writer allowed him to just hang himself with his own rope in that vulture profile. It's a beautifully written piece. Um, And I wish I saw more like that. I remember I read GQ regularly. I remember um, GQ used to have uh, regularly have profiles written by Taffy Burdesser-Ackner, who's a great uh, writer. And I think, uh, um, uh, yeah, Taffy Burdesser-Ackner. And uh, she was a great uh, profilist, uh, but now I think she's a novelist. Um, Anyway, where the hell was I? (laughs) Apothecary table. Yeah. So I'm going to say that... uh, Monica sends Chandler on a mission to procure an antique table and let's just say things get upended. Okay. What were you going to say? Precarious, because it's kind of like procure. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to say Chandler messes up getting an antique table that Monica wants. Okay. Season 6, episode 11 of How I Met Your Mother is called The Mermaid Theory. The Mermaid Theory. Okay. Um... Who is going to come up with this dumb theory? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> of the five of them, like... Barney? The thing is, I don't even really remember. I'm reading... I remember this episode. I'm reading the the 
description. That's the thing with like some of these how many rather like episode titles is like I very much remember this episode. I don't remember what the mermaid theory is or where it comes from. <laughs> okay, so a mermaid is like a mythical creature. Okay. So the mermaid theory will have something to do with like kind of like a unicorn theory. Like this rarely happens. So okay. like the perfect um Maybe this doesn't exist in nature, but Barney has an idealized woman. Um, um, Barney's ideal woman is something of a mermaid, a siren, you might say. Is that does that fit what you were saying? Yes, that works. Okay. <laughs> Um, Terrible. Well, that's it. That's the episode then. That's it. Uh, thank you for listening. You can find this episode wherever you found it. You already did that. You've proven that you know how. But you can also find a post for every episode at battleshippretension.com. Uh, you can also email us. You can comment there uh, and also find my podcast, Battleship Pretension, which is about movies uh, there. You can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. You can uh, at me on Twitter or Blue Sky at Davy Pretension. Uh, I think that's about it. I mean, I'm letterboxed at David Bax, if you care. But uh, I think that's about it. Um, Natalie, where do you want people to, to find you and reach out to you and contact you on the internet? I don't, as you oh. know. Um, but if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers. Uh, give us five stars. And if you think we don't deserve it, let us know why. Uh, every time you open the app of choice, your app of choice, you can give us five stars. I'm going to do it right now. As is Davey, right? Sure, yeah. It helps people find us, we're yeah, told. There we go. Um, but who's to say? I don't know. Until next time, we'll be at Times Square. Bye.